Welcome into the Horror's Edge podcast. My name is Phil. And I'm Stacy. And this is a podcast devoted to reviewing and breaking down horror movies, both new and old, good and downright fucking terrible with me, somebody who loves horror movies and always has. And me, who was forced into it by marriage. So, uh, we are still a relatively new podcast, and with that being said, if you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to subscribe, share it with your friends, it truly helps us grow, but the best way to help us grow is drop a quick review, it takes you about five seconds, it could help us out more than you could possibly imagine, so wherever it is that you listen to this podcast, whether that's uh, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google, wherever the hell it is, just drop us a po- uh, review, helps out tremendously very much appreciated if you're able to put words in there it actually helps out even more uh but with all that being said we are on facebook at horror's edge instagram and twitter at the horror's edge and uh the best way to get in contact with us is we're constantly posting on there make sure to comment on there get into a little bit of interaction our dms are always open on there so if you have anything that you want to talk about individually whether it's a review that you don't agree with a review that you truly agree with or uh whatever uh messages love having the conversation that's what it's all about yeah it's super fun interacting with everybody on there yep so today we are discussing the last of us episode four uh this one the last one uh was extremely diverse in what people were talking about it uh and it was actually very diverse in how we reviewed it as well uh I gave it like a nine, and I think that you gave it a four, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, So very, very different thoughts on it. I still, looking back on it, truly enjoyed the episode. I think the character development in it was phenomenal. I really enjoyed everything about it, really, minus maybe some of the stuff there at the beginning. Um, And once again, heavy praise and heavy hate for it when you're looking online about uh what people thought of this it was completely one way or the other there's nobody that just said yeah it's okay it's either you feel they went way too far in the gay direction and it completely turned them off from the episode slash where the hell are all the baddies that's what this show should be about yeah and the people saying holy shit this is just as good as a movie and it's one episode of a tv show yeah, I'm very much in that aspect. You're very much in the aspect of the first. So I, uh, I, I put it in a four. I was kind of in between. Um, and then after kind of thinking on it, I I would still put it as the four because I definitely missed a lot of the reason that I wanted to watch the show, which was Joel and Ellie. But I could see where the um, the love story kind of really blossomed um looking back and as we were speaking my viewpoints kind of leaned more as a higher rating but i still would keep it as a four just because i enjoyed the ellie and joel interaction and that was missing for me and that's kind of what again i've never played the video game i don't understand these other side characters so Mm -hmm. to me kind of weird that you'd have that as like a huge storyline but i got it understood check mark got it so this channel is typically devoted to reviewing horror movies. Now, this is something very different, something that we're not normally doing on here. Um, and I plan on doing every episode of the show because I absolutely love it. It's I have a, a blast talking about it. A lot of people are interacting with us with it. This is definitely something that people love. Uh, and I freaking absolutely love it. So watching it with a family, talking about yeah. it with you at the end of the episode, it's a blast for me. Uh, we are going to be doing horror movies still uh this is not just going to be a last of us channel uh we're probably going to 
review another movie this week, I'm going to try and do Scream. That's one that I keep saying for like the past four weeks that I'm going to do. And I've actually and, seen that uh, movie, which I'm excited because most of the movies <laughs> you suggest, you're like, oh, let's watch this. I'm like, I've never heard of that damn movie. I think everybody who grew up in the 90s uh, saw Scream. But you say that, but... You didn't see it in the 90s, I'm no, sure. No, I saw it recently, which is the funny part because I watched, we've talked about this before, I've watched the spoof of Scary yep. Movie. Um, but I've never actually seen the original Scream until uh, probably a couple years ago. I think you probably showed me that movie. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely phenomenal. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Uh, so I'm going to try and get that one knocked out this week as long as work permits and it's not a crazy week. Uh, but diving into The Last of Us Episode 4, so reviewing, uh, actually giving a rating to a TV show. I say this every episode, but in case if this is your first one, it's extraordinarily difficult. Yeah, There is so much backstory that already happened, so you can't take that into consideration for the review. There is so much story yet to come, so a lot of cliffhangers, a lot of questions at the end of the episode, a lot of... Why did they do this and not do that? But they're going to come back to it. So you need to keep that into consideration. Well, and to piggy off of that, because uh, this is a, a video game um, adaptation. Yep. Um, and I've never played the video game. So as I'm reviewing and trying to give a rating, I have a lot of questions throughout the episode because I don't understand kind of what the story is. But I have to say that they do a pretty good job Overall, if like, even though you have questions, you're not completely left in the dark. Yep. I still enjoy the episode, even if I didn't understand everything. So you mentioned three or four times so far that you haven't played this video game. I, I'm not um, going to start playing if that's what you're going to ask me. Uh, I would like you to, but no, that's not what I'm going to ask you. <laughs> what I am going to ask is something that I already know, uh, but a lot of the people who this may be their first or second episode don't know. What type of video games is it that you play? Because you do play video games. Let's not act like there are none that Are happen. we being like serious or are you yeah. like just. What do you okay. play? <laughs> well, the number one. Because there's two. There, there's two. But the number one video game that I've played since I was a child and it came out was MC Kids, which is McDonald's Land. And. Which is a regular Nintendo. Uh, yes, original. Mario ripoff from McDonald's. And it's it's not as cool as the the because I have That's played fucking retarded. I have played Super <laughs> Mario Brothers um, on the, the original Nintendo, and yes, I realized that it was a ripoff, but I I don't know. I liked collecting those dip, those M's. Loved gotcha. it. And what's and, the other one? <laughs> Paperboy. That's not what I'm referring to. You you play Paperboy once a year. Super Monopoly. Mario. Monopoly. <laughs> Every <laughs> single system that I had owned. <laughs> I ask her as we're in GameStop and I'm buying up good games like Last of Us, God of War, uh, Jurassic Park Madden. Evolution. <laughs> hey, what game do you want me to buy for this so I can have you sit down and play a video game? Uh, Monopoly would be good. <laughs> so since we got together, PS3 was the first console that uh, I got when we were together and you had to have Monopoly for that. Next up, I got an Xbox 360, got Monopoly for that. I don't ne think you ever had. Oh, I sure did. Okay. Next up, I got the PlayStation 4. We had three different versions of Monopoly for that. Next up, we had uh, the Switch, Monopoly. Two different versions, I believe. Uh, and then PS5. I haven't gotten it yet because I don't think that they came out with the specific two PlayStation 5 Monopoly. 
However, I can very easily see that being the next video game on demand. So the only game that you play is bullshit that we have a board game of. <laughs> now, I try and get you to play a game like The Last of Us, and you're like, no, nah, I wouldn't like it. You never even fucking tried it, Stacey. The, the <laughs> They're is, amazing, the and you would love is, them. All right. Original Nintendo, literally across, up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, and A, B. When you start adding all these extra buttons where you have a uh, two in the back, three in the back, whatever, I can't control the controller, so then it's too complicated. I give up. With the Switch from Monopoly, it's very easy. You have a couple buttons, and that's it. I did try to play Luigi's Mansion on the Switch, mm -hmm. and then it got a little complicated because I couldn't find the last key, and I gave up. And that's the problem. If you were to dedicate a little bit of time to learning the controls in one video game, guess what? They're the same in almost every <laughs> single video game. So once you learn it, then it carries on for the others. I... And you can put it on the easiest difficulty, so that way you're just experiencing the story of the game. Either way, we're digressing. I just wanted to make fun of you for a second for your video game's choices. Uh, I did play The Last of Us. Uh, however, I have not played it since I first got my PlayStation 4. So a lot of this is I loved the video game. I don't fully remember the video game. I remember certain parts of it. And there were certain parts of this episode that I vividly remember. Um, so as they were happening, it's like, oh, shit, why are they doing this instead of this? Or, oh, shit, I remember them doing this. And it's absolutely awesome. Now, uh, let's actually get into the review of what you thought of this episode. Now, this was the shortest episode so far out of all of them, I believe. It, it came in just under 50 minutes, uh, which was... When I first saw that at the beginning, so first thing that I do is hit X on my PlayStation, pause it, see how much time's yeah. in the episode. Last time I was like, holy shit, it's an hour 20 minutes. This is a fucking movie for an episode? Yeah. But it, it didn't feel long. like it. This one was 50 minutes. What did you think of this? The way that we, we uh, review, one through 10, one, absolute dog shit, terrible. Do not watch this show. It's not worth your time at all. 10, this is an absolutely amazing episode. Everybody should watch this and the episodes previous because it's just amazing yeah. five it's average you're not going to be pissed you're not going to be super thrilled and tell everybody about it where were you i think you can already guess where this is going because you heard me throughout the episode i giggled quite a bit yeah um i gave it an eight i enjoyed the fact that it kind of really started off right as the last episode ended with um ellie i think that's her name right mm -hmm. um and then I did like how it ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah. I enjoyed that because it really makes you so excited. Not saying that they have to do that every time, but it really makes me very excited for the next episode. It does help. And I like that you're getting to see their personalities really start to show and grow in this episode. I feel it's more about their personalities than necessarily the storyline, I guess. Mm -hmm. I know that there was more story parts in this, but I really enjoyed seeing the character of Ellie and Joel combined. Just them on screen. Yes. Yep. Um, grow, but also their, what's the word? Um, chemistry. Yep. I love the chemistry. I love how it's starting to get a little bit better. It's mm -hmm. not that it was ever bad, but. Well, he's starting to open up as well. And I like. At. I like that they're starting to grow that yep. that chemistry. Holy shit, are you starting to like character development? 
I don't want to. I don't want to go that far. <laughs> I don't want to start giving you any like you know pluses of what you like to see in a show and a movie. Yep. But I did like the fact that there was a little bit of growth. Yep. What Got did it. you rate this? So I gave this one a six out of ten. Um, I truly enjoy the character development. I really enjoy certain scenes in here of what happened. Brought me right back to the video game that I absolutely loved when I played it. Um, I enjoy the scenery. I enjoy uh, fucking Ellie's smart-ass comments. Yeah. And she's got this little pun book that she's constantly referencing in this one, and it's fucking awesome. I think that uh, was the the good part about it. I know It you're was say the shining I, moment. I know you're going to sure. say I'm cutting you off, but I like the fact that she had certain parts in that episode that really had her shine so this episode i'm gonna try and not spoil anything but uh there were two downsides to it and they were pretty big because it, it knocked it down from what probably would have been an eight nine for me to a six and the first one being 50 minutes while i was excited at the very beginning that this was a 50 minute episode when the credits rolled at the end of it it felt so short I was going to say that, but I didn't know if that was just my thought. A, a typical show like Walking Dead or whatever is probably only 40-something minutes an episode because of commercials. Uh, a typical show on HBO might be an hour. This being 50 minutes, compared to everything that we've seen so far, it felt so short, and it felt like they didn't give this episode as much as it needed. Now, I get it. They came to a good stopping point, yes. uh, and they didn't extend it beyond where it should. It left it at a good point. It basically closed out-ish a story in this chapter and brought you to a new one, but it felt really short. The second one, spoiler-ish. There's not a single infected in this episode anywhere, Right. From start to finish. Yeah, I was a little confused um, at a certain part, and when we get down to it, um, you can explain it a bit more. But I'm I, probably not going to answer it. I, I know what you're talking about. And I think that I know what it is, but I'm not positive. Um, but yeah, that that's a no, surprise if that's true that it, there was no infected. Well, we'll get to that. But uh, yeah, it didn't show any infected on screen. Didn't have any battles. It, it was just people versus people, which I get it. Uh, that's definitely a huge part of this atmosphere. And they make it known from the very beginning of this, uh, Joel does, that people can be more scary than the infected. The infected are more predictable, whereas people are unpredictable, yet still predictable in a way, uh, because he did some of those fucked up things that these fucked up people do, uh, because you have to do what you have to do to survive. Yeah. And plain simple, that's point blank. Um, so, but those two things without getting any further in it, cause I can see myself going on a tangent soon, uh, <laughs> brought this down from what probably would have been a high eight, low nine to a six. See, and that's what I like about you and I is because you give it the rating, obviously in your point of view and mine, but I like the episode the way it was because of the interaction where yeah. you hated that. No, I, I love it. But I needed more. Well, that's what I meant is I was getting at is like you needed more on the bone mm -hmm. where I was like it was a short episode, but I also wasn't complaining because look at the time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I didn't 
I get it. It's late. I wasn't crying about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I had to work today, too, so I'm freaking exhausted. But I was very pumped for this episode, and I was wide awake from the beginning to the end, and uh, it kept it my full attention. attention. It By no means attention. is a six a bad uh, rating, because that is above average. An average rating for me is going to be a five. A lot of the stuff on our channel, with the exception of one or two things, have been above a five because yeah. we're still at the beginning of this channel. We have the luxury of saying, hey, let's go through all these fucking movies that I love. Uh, and to me, they're all above average for the most part. I threw a couple in there that weren't. But Velocipaster uh, uh, well, yeah. was definitely above. That's a fucking stellar movie. If you have not <laughs> seen Velocipaster, go see Velocipaster and then check out our podcast. That movie is the shit. Uh, Piranha 3 Double D, another phenomenal movie. Can't beat it. I love I, I'm it. gonna try and include that in every one that doesn't <laughs> feel forced. Um, so, uh, from here, it's gonna be full out spoilers. I'm gonna break down this episode. It is a shorter episode, so the breakdown will happen much quicker. But HBO Max is where you can find The Last of Us. Highly, highly, highly suggest hopping on there. It's definitely worth your subscription if you want to wait till the show's completely over. If you yeah, can think, uh, remain from any spoils, then go for it. But I recommend doing the week by week thing. Uh, it's fun. Feels yeah. feels like fifteen years ago. Like we're just watching TV again. The world's not dominated by streaming uh, platforms, despite this being on a streaming platform. Yeah, it's not funny. <laughs> but I think there is um, like trials that they said like in the beginning that you can try the hbo not that i'm we're not sponsored or anything like that i just meant in case you want to just not sponsored by jack shit (laughs) (laughs) but you can try it out um to get the first couple episodes from what i was reading when the screen was popping up yeah i have no idea but i'll tell you what if you're one of the few people that haven't seen this show yet i highly recommend it it may not be for everybody uh no idea but if you enjoy horror you're going to enjoy this. Even if you don't enjoy horror, because I certainly don't, and I'm fully enjoying this um, series. Yeah. And I didn't think I would, because I'm not big into whole zombie type of feeling yeah. movies, whatever. But again, I'm, who knows? Ask me next episode. Maybe I won't like it from the, there on out. But yeah. as of now, episode four, I'm still in it. Yeah, well, we're two-fifths of the way through the season already. Episode four down, there's 10 episodes in this season. Uh, which will encompass supposedly the entire uh, first video game, The Last of Us, and then the next season, which will very certainly get renewed, yeah. will be covering The Last of Us Part Two, which I still need to beat that game. I got stuck on a part and put the game down because I got really mad and can't, kind of forgot about it. But you beat God of War. Uh, not, no. I beat God of War very easily and very quickly. I got the Platinum Trophy. On oh, God sorry. of War, Ragnarok. You need a... <laughs> yeah. That was that was very impressive, by the way. Yeah, I was very proud of myself, even though hours? it wasn't the hardest difficulty. That doesn't matter. So, uh, <laughs> full breakdown here for The Last of Us. Once again, last uh, warning, full spoilers. We're going scene-by-scene scene breakdown. So, the show opens up with Ellie pointing the gun in a mirror and trying to look as cool as she can as she's doing it. It's pretty funny to see uh, how she's doing it, but you can tell that she knows how to handle a gun at the same time. 
being a Marine finger straight off the trigger the entire time that she was doing it, other than when she wanted to pull the trigger. That's a very important thing, and she had that control. And then instantly, despite her never holding this particular handgun, she knew how to unload it, how to take the one out of the chamber, uh, and it was pretty impressive to say. Uh, so she obviously knew what she was doing, despite supposedly not having one prior. Yeah. Um, and I like that shows do that. They take um, the attention to detail down to the littlest thing. It, it's super important to me. Yep, absolutely. So uh, we find out that they're at a gas station and Joel's outside siphoning gas from random cars. And they have to do it about every hour because the gas at this point has been 20 years since it's been refined and it's nowhere near as potent as it used to be. I don't know the exact terminology, but I know gas goes bad over time Yeah, and it can really do a number on your engine uh so they're constantly having a siphon gas from cars joel was talking about we used to be able to go like 14 hours in one tank yeah where would you go anywhere (laughs) nowhere (laughs) it doesn't matter uh so he tells her to basically piss off i'm busy and she's like okay well you ask for this and she pulled out her little pun book (laughs) and she starts reading terrible puns to joel as he's pumping gas he's like god what the fuck did i do to deserve this <laughs> it was pretty funny um she's one of them was i stayed up all night waiting for the sun to rise then it dawned upon me <laughs> <laughs> i like those type of jokes because those are jokes that i hear daily because our kids keep asking i'm not going to say the name because it's going to go off in the other room the a word of amazon yes yeah and every morning they ask about a joke so it, yep. it was uh, pretty comical to hear it in the show. Yep, absolutely. I very much enjoyed it. So Ellie is rummaging through the back seat, and she finds a nudie mag. <laughs> some mails. And she's going through the centerfolds, and she's like, oh, why are the pages all sticky? And she's just constantly messing with Joel. Like, yeah. there's no moment where she's not fucking with him yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and it's pretty funny to see. And Joel's kind of sort of having a good time with it, but at the same time, like, shaking himself out of it, like, hey, Never mind. I'm not having a good time with this. And they have a very long scene where they're just showing them driving. Uh, and it's showing the decay of everything. So, yeah, like, uh, they the drove scene. by, like, an amusement park, and it's all overgrown. They drove by cities and uh, different parking complexes. But then they also drive by a place where buffalo are roaming again. Yeah. Uh, so you can see that the... Uh, Earth is kind of coming back-ish to pre-humans. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's so cool that they can take some of those details that are very well known to just you, like on not even like a road trip, just an everyday trip, and you see the um, the signs, the uh, the product placement of certain... Um, yeah, they pass an Arby's, and the signs are just destroyed. Yeah, like, but I mean... There's not much left to it. It really brings you into that atmosphere and i i love that i love that i could feel like i was riding in the truck with them yep so they finally decide that's enough driving for the day and they drive uh off the road but they drive all the way through this field and then drive through the woods uh and i got really confused at this point and i was like what the fuck are they doing and then it dawned on me when he kind of explained it afterwards So he did explain it. Uh, Ellie wants to start a fire, and she's like, let me guess, we can't because the smoke attracts infected. He's like, no. Uh, infected are actually nowhere near us. Uh, but 
the smoke invites people. And she's like, oh, what are they going to do? Rob us? And he's like, they're going to do a whole lot more than rob us if they find us. Yeah. Uh, and that just, he's throwing small hints that people are really fucked up in this poke post-apocalyptic world that we live in you can't trust people like you did when you were in the compound with other people inside of your compound yeah that is essentially your family out here these people are fighting for their families right that is number one like if uh, something were to happen and you can loot somebody to get all their stuff so that way you can survive another year but you have to kill them would you do it in this world 20 years later yeah yeah, because <laughs> that's the only way that you can survive. That, yeah, well, you wouldn't have lasted twenty years if you're not willing to do that. Well, I would have been dead right away. We you know sure that. Would have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you would have sacrificed me for. No, you would have done it all on your own. Just some <laughs> stupid decision that you decided to make. Um, so she's. They go to lay down and go to sleep. Joel's sleeping with his gun, and now he's like, but. We are fine out here, right? People aren't going to come. Joel's like, no, we're we're fine. They go to go to sleep, but then Joel instantly uh, gets out of his sleeping bag after she goes to sleep, and he stands watch all night, uh, rifle in hand. So you can tell that he's really starting to... Uh, she's growing on him. Yeah. He, he wants to protect her at this point, whereas if she wasn't there, he would have been fast asleep. Um. So the next day, they're talking to each other, and they're driving to Wyoming to find Tommy, which is Joel's brother, and a lot of questions going back and forth, and uh, Ellie asks him, if you don't think that there's hope in this world, why are you bothering to go? And Joel says, uh, you basically move on for your family, because that's what you do. And she's like, well, aren't I family? And he said, no, you're a cargo. You're I, only here because I made a promise to Tess. Right. Don't make I, a mistake on that. I love that because like a, a few scenes before, you really felt like, okay, he's really starting to soften up. He's really starting to like this Ellie and all her shenanigans, and it, he, she's growing on him. Yeah. And within a second, he snapped back to, no, I don't freaking care about you. I could care less. Like, I yep. only am taking you, first off, as cargo. Yeah. second You're off, not because- a person. Because I promised Tess, and right then and there, I was like, holy cow. And just when yep. I thought he was growing on me. Yep. And uh, that's just him putting his roadblock right back up. Like, I've had so much loss in my life. Yeah. If I bring you in and something happens, I don't know if I can take another one. Um, so they come to their first main roadblock, and it's vehicles blocking a tunnel that they need to pass. And he looks underneath it and sees that it's completely clear on the other side. Yeah. So Joel kind of has an idea of what this is already. Uh, they don't make any notice of it, but he knows. You didn't catch on to it. I instantly knew because I played the game. Um so he decides that he's going to drive through town to get across there, but he's really high alert. Like, hey, you really need to pay attention to that map because we can't be making mistakes here. We're in the middle of town. And she's struggling to keep up with it because she's never fucking been in a car two right. days prior. Right. Uh, she's never probably looked at a map like that two days prior. So eventually they come up to some type of ambush. Uh, there's a person in the middle of the road and he's asking for help. And... uh Oh, he's like, say, stop, stop, stop. We got to help this guy out. And he's like, nope, hold That's on. That's where I thought the the person was infected. 
Yeah, I did not. Um, no, I meant so like it, not at that moment, but I'm saying when you were saying there was no infected in the, oh. I I thought he was actually infected. And then as the, the thing went on, I was like, okay, it's not. No, he was the setup for an ambush. Yeah. So he was only trying to get them to stop so that way he, they could kill them and take everything that they have. But instead, Joel instantly knows what's going on. So he drives through. That guy jumps out of the way. Some dude up on the seal, uh, the rooftops are throwing cinder blocks at their yeah. truck to get them to fall. They have spike strips set up, which end up crashing their truck. Uh, Joel gets um, gives cover fire so that way Ellie can hide. And in the meantime, he shoots one of the guys. And then one of the other guys sneaks up on him and starts choking him to death. Ellie sees us and she comes up with her gun, pulls it out, points it at the dude, shoots him. Yeah. Does not kill him though. Uh, she probably intended to, but she only shot him in the back and he was still plenty alive. And he was extraordinarily sympathetic, like crying the whole nine, like, hey, don't kill me. I'm on your side here. Take, take my gun, take my knife. I, I'm unarmed. I'm not going to kill you. You guys just need to leave. Uh, just leave me alone. I have was a that, wife. I have that this. was probably part of an actor. He really, honestly, was probably like scared. Both. Yeah, you do what you can to survive. If they wound you and you know that they're going to kill you, you do whatever you can to get them to not kill you. Now, will he instantly turn around after probably. they get let him go? Sure. And Joel knows this, so he tells Ellie to leave, and then you hear him kill him with the knife uh, because you don't waste a bullet. Yeah. Um. So from here, uh, we uh, get flashed over to this lady named Kathleen. And she's holding this old man at hostage. And uh, you don't really know what's going on. She's pointing a gun at him, trying to uh, get information from him. She's mentioning a whole bunch of names. Where's this person? Yeah. Where's this person? Where's this person? Uh, and he's not really saying it. And finally, she says this guy, Henry's name, and he kind of looks in a different way. She's like, okay, so you know where Henry is. Where's Henry? Not saying anything. Yeah. She's like, you think that I'm not going to kill you? Uh, she holds a gun up to his face, and uh, needless to say, the guy doesn't say anything. She locks him up because somebody says, hey, we need you to come out here. And This is where, like, this part of the show, I started getting really confused, which... It, that makes sense because she's like naming these people and I'm like, I guarantee you probably know who these people are or, you don't know, remember them, but I'm saying like it, it doesn't go along with the video game. Don't remember. Oh, I don't remember these scenes. The, the, um, I was hyper-focused on her cause I knew that she was from, I vividly remember the ambush scene. Yeah. Uh, and fighting them off and basically Ellie's first, uh, kill of a person there and them trying to get away. I'm not sure if I remember this Kathleen character uh, really at all or their backstory. Gotcha. Um, but they go over and uh, they found the two people that Joel and Ellie killed from the ambush. Mm -hmm. And Kathleen looks deeply taken back by this. Like, she wants to save them. She truly cares about these people. So... We now need to think of this as, are these bad people? These people are just trying to protect their own. Well, these people are just to trying out. to get uh, supplies for themselves. 
are they bad people? So they're not part of what is it? Feta? Fedra? The Firefly thing? Is that the same thing? Fed- I, no. I don't think so. So this I This is just a town. Yeah, so I was trying to figure that out this whole time. So obviously she's like the leader of whoever these people are. Yep. Um but she was talking about how um Fedra I'm probably not saying that right, but that other government group, and then they're not fireflies. The uh, they were talking about Joel and Ellie, and they're called outsiders, quote unquote, outsiders. 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 That just means that they're not from that area. So they're probably just like their own little quarantine group. I'm assuming. That's how I read into it. Now yeah. we may be finding out more. This Kathleen seems like she's going to be a big figure and we're going to learn more about her. But what I got out of the scene was you are led to believe when they first come into this town that these are truly bad people. They're trying to kill Joel, trying right. to kill Ellie, trying to get all their gear. However, when they see that some of their own fell, uh, it almost looks like, okay, are Joel and Ellie the ones that invaded their area mm-hmm. and they thought that they were just protecting their turf? Yeah. They don't want them to come in and steal their goods and leave. Um, so it makes you really think on a second side, these people are just trying to protect their own. Yeah, that's where I got a little lost, but speaking it through kind of makes more sense. I can't wait to see how this kind of all plays out because yeah. I really do think that she's going to be a pretty big character. Um, I know her from Sweet Home Alabama, which, you know, that's my favorite movie. Um, no, it's not. It's one of my favorite movies. I get my hair <laughs> you, you cut. You can't like... call them all your favorite movie. <laughs> all right, let, let's take a, a side note. What is my favorite movie? Favorite movie is Notebook. Okay, second favorite movie. Uh, that, uh, it was a kiss to remember or something like that. Is that what it's even uh, called? I'll is give that... you another guess. I, I'm not fucking guessing. Is that what it's called? A walk to remember. Okay, I was so I got two, the right fucking movie. I just said the wrong two, word. Two Nicholas Sparks movies, and and I'm two for two. And Sweet Home Alabama. Those are my top three, and okay. I always. So it's not get, your favorite. It, Shut up! You're it, stupid. It's a top three. <laughs> I get my hair cut like her. We uh, Reese Witherspoon. Every time I get my hair cut. And when's the last time they did that? It's been a few years. I'm trying to grow it out. <laughs> Let's not discuss that. All right. So getting back on topic. Um, very neat character, and then when she snaps too, she's like, Fuller, get these people. And you just see vehicle, vehicle, yeah. vehicle, vehicle. This is a very well-established town that they have here. And you can tell, I'm not sure if you caught on to it, but they clearly set that roadblock up at the tunnel, so that way any incoming car would have to get diverted and go through the town into I, narrow corridors that way they can take their stuff. I caught on to it after the fact. Okay. I didn't know that that was in the beginning when the ambush happened. I didn't happened. expect you to understand it instantly, but you did catch on. That's awesome. Because <laughs> it's not an easy <laughs> one you. to catch on to. Um, Thank you. So from here, we're back to Joel and Ellie, and uh, Joel is like hurt. Not physically, but emotionally. emotionally. He. He, he is completely blaming himself that he forced Ellie to take somebody's life, basically. He's like, well, I, I mean, I killed him, but you shot him, and you're so fucking young. You should not have to do that. Yeah. She, she's like, it, does it get easier when you're older then? No. Yeah. And 
he's trying to apologize. He's like, sorry, man, I'm just, I'm not good at this. And she's like, yeah, you're really not. You fucking suck at this. <laughs> Ellie being Ellie. Uh, and Joel gives her the gun back, shows her how to use it, but he makes her put it in her backpack. But Ellie being Ellie ignores it, puts it in her pocket because she knows that if she needs it, she's going to need it. Um, <clears throat> and now we're back to Kathleen and she sees, uh, they send her to an attic. They're like, yeah, we found something. And they see a whole bunch of random pictures drawn by some kid. And they see empty food cans. Um, so she's looking for this guy named Henry. And he must be taking care of his kid. And that's what this is about. And now that I'm saying it in my head, I kind of remember these scenes in the game. Not fully, but a little bit. Um, what do you think Henry has to do with it? We'll get there when we get there. I'm not going to spoil anything if it is what i'm thinking okay um so then the guy's like yeah and there is a little bit more so this is her right hand man basically that's showing her around at the things that they found and they take her to this room and inside of that room the whole floor is caved in and kind of moving on itself so this is she is taken back she knows what this is he knows what this is they don't tell us what this is but you know what it is I have a good idea of what it is. I, I don't fully remember, but I think that I remember. Okay. Um, I'm like 90% sure. Um, so he's like, we need to tell everybody about this right now and basically get the fuck out of here. And she's like, well, no, that's going to take second priority. Let's continue basically looking for Henry and who did this to our guys. He's like, are you fucking serious? Do you not see what we just yeah. saw? She's like, I don't care. That's what we're doing. And he's like, okay. So Kathleen definitely has control of this town. Yeah. You can very much see that. Uh, So we go back to Joel and Ellie. They are trying to find their way out of there. And he's using Ellie to open doors for him, which is fucking so cool because shit like this happens in video games all the time. If you have a side character, Resident Evil is very big on it. This game's very big on it. A lot of the survival horrors are. And he... She's small, so he can use her to go into a yeah. small window and then clear the room and then open the door for him. And it's so cool to see stuff that they directly use in video games all the time come into life in these adaptations. Um, yeah, they're doing a really good job of kind of making it feel very video game-like, but not over-the-top, like, ridiculous yeah, the, Nerds like me absolutely love that shit, but then somebody like you who hates video games that are of any note and decent. Um, You're telling me <laughs> <laughs> Monopoly is not of note? Not of note. Nope. <laughs> um, but people who don't play video games aren't going to be like, oh, this shit again. They barely even notice it. Uh, and that's yeah. the beauty of it. If you can incorporate this to where video gamers are like, man, I can't believe that you included that. That's the coolest thing. It just thing. opens up a whole nother, um, like, what's the word? You know what I'm thinking. They open a new door for it. Basically. Well, no, no, no. They open up like more audience yeah. is what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Um, so they get to this giant building and they're trying to get to the top of it. Um, it's pretty funny. The bickering back and forth between the too because Joel is old and he's struggling climbing up and Ellie's like come on bitch get another step yeah. <laughs> or get the fuck up man because it started uh, off I think there's 45 flights of stairs and he's like alright yeah yeah we'll get to the top 
Yeah. And then they finally make it. It's 33 flights. And he's like, well, this is where we'll stop. And yeah, Ellie's this is like, good enough. are you freaking kidding me? You're only at 33 flights. Yeah, that's pretty good for me. Surprised I made it to 33. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, instantly Joel gets into protection mode. He's spreading glass from the door all over the room. Ellie's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, <laughs> well, it's a protection. Yeah. I don't want anybody sneaking up on me in my sleep. This makes us that way. They have to make noise when they come in. Uh, so Ellie is talking with him uh, about how he knew that would be an ambush, how he didn't save the person. He's like, well, I've been on both sides of it. So yeah. that goes back to the beginning. Are those bad people? Because Joel and Tess were doing that shit to other people. He's killed completely innocent people just to steal their shit. Yeah. Um, this whole time you're led to believe Joel is this awesome dude. Uh, well, granted, hardened dude, but awesome dude, a yeah. good guy. And he was doing the shit that the bad guys do which is something that you have to do to survive. So does that make them any worse than Joel's group? Yeah, it's a good question. Something that makes you think, and that's what I love about this show. Um, And Ellie, being smart as fuck like she is, she's like, I noticed that you can't hear out of your right ear. Is that because you got shot or something? He's like, no, it's because I shoot, and I shoot towards the right side of my head. That's why you should probably use your knife. So lo and behold... He wakes up to Ellie screaming at him because he can't fucking hear shit because he's laying on his left side. So now his good ear is to the ground. Yeah. And when he wakes up, there's a gun pointed in his face. So some people were able to break in, but he couldn't hear it because he was rolled over on his good ear. Right. Did you and hear what? The crass um, roll. Yeah. Did you hear what our daughter said, which I thought was pretty funny? No. When they get to that point of that scene and she goes, no crunch, crunch of the glass. <laughs> no Captain Crunches. <laughs> because uh, that's the whole reason that he put it out. It yep. just made me laugh because I thought the exact same thing is like, well, the glass was useless because he slept on the wrong side. Yep. So very cool how they were able to use such small details. Like I said, my biggest complaint with this episode, despite it being 50 minutes, felt really short. When the episode ended, I was like, holy shit, is it over already? Yeah. Didn't feel like it should be. I mean, I think that I, I agree with you in that aspect. It did feel short. But I don't think that they could pack as much as they did in previous episodes because then you would complain. It's like so an hour 30, an hour 20. Like you would feel like it's too much. But yep. I could see where you're coming from. And I'm completely fine with each episode swinging a little bit one way or the other way. Uh, if there's some meat on the bone, I feel. It, it all depends uh, where this goes um, and how long that scene is. If it turns into like a 15-minute uh, little scuffle with these kids that have them at gunpoint, then that's stupid. If this turns into kind of what I think that it is, then it's definitely worth it, and the next episode should begin there. So they probably uh, so maybe we'll, just we'll depending, they wanted there. to break it up a little bit, depending on the next scene. Well, it depends how much of a story this these kids uh, come into play here. If these are just kids trying to loot people for their shit and then go about the next scene, then that's a very stupid way to end the episode. But if that leads into something much bigger, yeah. then it makes sense. Well, we'll have and to I'm wait and see. I'm not complaining about that. Uh, my complaint was the episode felt short 
despite it not being short. 50 minutes is not a short episode, but it felt short. The quality. So therefore, no, not even quality. It was lacking uh, a whole bunch of stuff happening. Okay. And by that, I mean uh, story development. Character building was all there, and it was great. Yeah. Uh, and I truly enjoyed it. Um, but it felt like we didn't progress forward at all. I could um, see that. The only thing that we did is we introduced this new character, Kathleen. That's really all that happened in this episode yeah. as far as story progression. Then again, the last episode, what the fuck did we progress in that episode? We found out who Bill was, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Either way, great episode, well, above average episode, great episode to you. Yeah. Um, I'm very much looking forward to next Sunday to see where we go from here and how we move forward in Joel and Ellie's path on to uh, finding a cure or not finding a cure. Yeah. Very much looking forward to it. So uh, tune in next time. I think that we're going to have Scream for you later on this week. So be excited for that because that movie's fucking awesome. Um, and then Last of Us What's episode five will be coming out later. Isn't that what they say? No, they don't. Oh, that was from the the ripoff movie. Yeah, they say. Stacy, here's something else. Sometimes, so uh, if you could, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends. Uh, please give us a review and rating on Apple, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to this podcast. Hit subscribe so that way you can check in some more of this episodes. But until next time, I'm Phil. And I'm Stacy. This is the Hard Trash Podcast. We'll catch you next time.